And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruits and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just the trio of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's top with cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some birds with friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some birds with friends. Boshiel and Zach coming at you with steps and things, flapping their wings on. How do you have time to consume all this content? <laughs> You're listening to Dave Spadaro interviews. I, I take the morning bike ride and I listen oh, to Oh, I want to hear more about that, but go ahead. No, the Google Trail. I, I <laughs> really? Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah, yes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on a Sunday evening. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, Shilka Padia, for those of you who were waiting with bated breath, breath for the 10.15 start, notice that uh, Marissa is not here, and uh, that means we are uh, operating at an intelligence deficit as we start here. Zach, Sheel, how are you? I'm doing well. Excited Do- for the podcast. Yeah, doing well. Obviously, uh, Marissa's fine. She just couldn't uh, couldn't make it today. Bo left a little bit vague there at the uh, at the <laughs> beginning. So Bo has taken the uh, taken the initiative to handle this live show. We were initially going to start recording after Steelers Browns. We thought, you know what, the game's looking like a bit of a blowout. Uh, let's not lose those East Coast listeners. And so here we are. And with the Steelers about to score here to cut it to potentially a 12-point lead. So if you're watching that on mute, if you're watching us with audio, we have a lot of unexpected Eagles, nuggets, rumors, news, whatever you want to talk about uh, to get to today. So that will be our focus, but we will have one eye on that Steelers-Browns game. I've got a, uh, I've got a bit of an audio issue going on over here. So you guys talk for a second while I try to get that figured out. <laughs> Okay, Zach, how about you? Why don't you fill us in? I mean, I this was sort of a strain that you thought you probably had a quiet little Sunday here uh, coming up, maybe writing something for tomorrow, yep. watching some football. But uh, the day took a turn a little bit in Eagles land. So why don't you get everyone up to date? Sure. Well, I, I guess we should go back to I'm good last now, just so you know. Great. Great. <laughs> uh, we should go back to last week. And the Eagles never officially announced that Doug Peterson and Howie Roseman are, are returning for the 2021 season. Now, it's it's one of those things where you can rationalize it that like if it's if it's status quo, they don't need to tell you. But oftentimes in these situations, you see a team statement attributed to the owner often uh, explaining displeasure for the season, but believing in the people in place. The Eagles never did anything like that. What they did was 11 hours after the season ended, as as we discussed on Monday night, they had Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson at a joint press conference. And typically that Monday uh, is when those decisions come down. But uh, So we took that almost as virtual confirmation that they were coming back, but it, it was never 
official, correct? So then uh, we knew there was Tuesday meetings, uh, and as the week progressed, there was a lot of silence, if you will, and uh, there there wasn't necessarily anything official other than that 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 Jim Schwartz statement that the team put out. And then Sunday morning, ESPN, Chris Mortensen, uh, and Tim McManus, a joint report, um, said that uh, Doug Peterson is is not on solid footing here, that, that, that there's still things that must be hashed out with Jeffrey Lurie. And similar to what we've discussed on this podcast before, uh, it, it really does seem like the offense is a, is a, is a big issue here. And, and how are they going forward with the offensive coaching staff? And, and is it going, I, I guess, what's the philosophy in place? Who's in charge of it? Who's calling the plays? Who's that offensive coordinator? Uh, I don't know if this is necessarily Carson Wentz or not. I, I, I think it's it's more these macro questions. And and when Bo and I were exchanging, not emails, a micro there, issue. Yeah, uh, last year was a micro issue, right? Yes. This year's a macro one. Um, but uh, as as we were exchanging emails, a, a sentiment in in those emails last week was that you can't just have Doug back under the the premise that he's a he's a Super Bowl winning coach, which he is. It needs to be what's the plan going forward. And I imagine that's probably at the crux of what's going on right now. Well yeah, that's a you know, when we were talking we've been talking about this, it feels like for months now, but when it really got ratcheted up after the season and we I remember us having specifically the conversation about will Doug Peterson be back or not. And, you know, we tried to make the point that this wasn't just going to be like, all right, Doug's back. Let's go. Let's get ready for 2021. It was always going to come with some sort of stipulation that Doug is, you know, they want Doug back. Doug wants to be back if X, Y, and Z, right? And it seemed like Doug Peterson at the end of the season, maybe beginning of the offseason, was operating under the assumption that that X, Y, and Z, that everybody was on the same page, that it wasn't going to be a big deal. Now it sounds like after that meeting, that might not be the case. And my gosh, another clumsy episode <laughs> in a clumsy year where you try. I mean, there was really no reason for Doug Peterson to even be at that press conference, right? Where we're ha- no. I mean, we always want him to talk, but that could have been just Howie Roseman. You know, he hasn't spoken in a while. He was getting all the questions anyway. Doug Peterson had already talked um, after the game. So you really could have just put Howie Roseman out there. I guess maybe that would have raised some suspicion. But now you have a coach who you put out the day after your season ended answering questions about the quarterback about the future about the path forward and now you have it uh, what are, i don't know how many days later are we is has it been a week or was that yeah, was, that, season was that just week. this last was that just this yeah. last monday <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh yeah. holy cow that feels like it was three weeks ago oh my yeah. gosh I mean, there was so... only like the almost the the end of the uh the yeah. nation state and right. uh, civil war yeah, so that was so, yeah. that was six days ago where Doug Peterson's out there. And now, I mean, it feels like by the time people listen to this podcast, you guys might have to publish a piece of, you know, here, here are 50 head coaching candidates to take good, a look at. Good news is we got that bad boy in the can. <laughs> Things are moving quickly here. I know Bo, Bo, how about Bo in his response to one of the texts was like, I have opinions. So let's hear them. Well, I, I, you better be bringing some heat. Well, I don't know. I just, opinions? Well, I mean, we've got lots of things to get to, and uh, you know, we'll get to. Uh, I would debate uh, that the National uh, Medal of Freedom that could be uh, presented right, later this week, listen. and uh, all that good stuff. Um, but I mean, listen, it doesn't necessarily mean that this is a rudderless franchise. 
but what would a rudderless franchise look like? It doesn't mean it's not. Yeah. What would it look like? It would look a lot like this. It would look a lot like not deciding that you're ready to move on from your head coach after the season and then having a meeting and having that meeting matter more than uh, the five years that you've been observing. Um, now, I, I do think that the the idea that uh, like they've missed out on the, the, the candidates – like yeah, who have all it. interviewed this week is a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no one's been hired yet. <laughs> overstated. Yeah, no one's been hired yet. That said, if you move on from Doug, this is not an. This is maybe the least attractive of maybe not the least, but it's towards the bottom. I mean, you're talking about if if we are saying you move on from Doug and you're keeping Howie Roseman, we're talking about you know a GM getting his third hire after he has um, ousted the first two. Uh, we're talking about a roster in disarray that is old and bad and a salary cap situation that's terrible. So, you know, and no sense of loyalty after a guy who just won the Super Bowl was high, was fired three years later. So, I mean, there are only 32 jobs to go around, but um, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. But I do think that the idea that things could have changed over the past week is a little bit ridiculous. I think well, I, I disagree there, but I disagree but too on. with that. Yeah. You do? If you yeah, think you, ahead, the, but... the answers from Doug were were that bad, uh, I, I mean, guess that's fair. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think it. Uh, well, Zach, why don't you go? You said you disagree first. I don't want to let you know, steal your points. <laughs> no, I, shout out, of course, to uh, to Tim McManus, who once again is proving that he's he's better than the two of us. <laughs> Um, okay. Seems <laughs> uh, <no>, like, <laughs> very good. I agree Zach, there. I mean, Zach, <laughs> yeah, Tim's Zach's very good. not sleeping you, tonight. Playing, <laughs> playing, the, playing the Marissa role is very distracting. She, uh, uh, this episode is, is uh, nothing Where's but, your like, mug? You need it's a like mug. The, it's like the MVP. It's like the Dak Prescott belongs in the MVP conversation because the Cowboys created without him. It's like this uh, podcast without Marissa. And someone also asked if you're bro- if you're broadcasting from Marissa's stepdad's office because <laughs> you are in a bit of a different locale here yeah, we today. Got, we got some uh, we got some basement work being done tomorrow, mm-hmm. so we had to clear everything. Okay, out. flexi. All right, all right, Zebra. Yes. Yeah, so as as far as the timing, uh, I I think we were operating last week under th- under the presumption that they they must have discussed this ahead of time. If if there was this thought that that Doug is coming back, uh, but that ran counter to uh, what I had understood and 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 what I was expecting, which which was that after the season, uh, these conversations would take place. That they weren't going to have these these big picture discussions in week in like like week fifteen, week sixteen. It was it was going to be after the season. Um, and I do think, like Shio mentioned, if you want to use the term stipulations. If you want to make it conditions, if you just want it to be like overall view, then uh, I do think those those meetings mattered. And what are are, are your substantial plans? Uh, if 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 you're on the management side, what are your substantial plans? Asking Doug uh, for fixing this, and in particular fixing the offense. And if you're on Doug's side, it's it's probably like uh, you know I'm I'm the head coach. Uh, I I get to have say over who works for me, what my philosophy is, who's calling plays. Uh, I'm I'm not suggesting that's that's the root cause here, but I I do think there's that idea of of Doug flexing muscle and management saying, 
you know, you're not good enough, or, or, or I'm sorry, that that the team hasn't been good enough. So without, uh, I th- go ahead, go ahead. I think it does. It definitely, if nothing else, speaks to a lack of communication and a misunderstanding among like the key parties involved in your organization. I mean, that is my sense because I just got the sense that Doug was feeling pretty good about this, you know, that he thought, all right, we've got a path forward. We know this season didn't go our way. I won a Super Bowl three years ago. Uh, you know, I'll meet with the boss, man. We'll, we'll talk it over. We'll figure out how to get this going forward. It'll all be good. I'll be, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll be but golfing. That was, it was such a, uh, a switch to have flipped that it, it could only be either posturing or he had heard some kind of indication that he was in good shape. Sure. Well, Doug has, you know, Doug has an agent. Doug has other yeah. people in the building. Uh, and they're trotting him out there the day after the season's over, you know, all these uh, different types of things. And so, uh, you know, he obviously, I feel like, felt pretty good about the situation. And Jeffrey Lurie, you know, according to this this ESPN report, did not really get the answers that he was looking for. You know, maybe Doug Peterson thought he was going to go in there and say, all right, you know, uh, you guys don't need to apologize. You forced those coaches on me last year. It was screwed up. Don't worry about it. We all make mistakes. I got the plan. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And they go, what? You did a terrible job this year. You should be in here. You know, who knows how it went? I'm sure we will learn more here in the days ahead. But what we know is that they weren't on the same page and they did not come out of that meeting with a resolution with Doug Peterson as the head coach here going forward. And now I think John Clark uh, reported, I believe John Clark said that uh, Monday more Monday is when they are meeting again. Why are they and, meeting in Florida? What is this Florida business? I would assume well, that's where Jeffrey, th- I, I, I think that's where Jeffrey yeah, lives. They, just, they want to make sure that somebody right. gets COVID. Yeah. Uh, so I would assume <laughs> by the end of that, meeting there needs to be a resolution because if you're you know for both parties that would you know that's in the best interest of both parties if you're firing Doug make a decision fire Doug and move on and find your next head coach if you're Doug either keep me or fire me there are other jobs available that I might want to uh, go after here and so don't just kind of string me along here for another week I mean is there is there another organization in the NFL that is still in sort of this wishy-washy area i mean these conference they were not like compete you know they were kind of competing for a playoff spot they've had plenty of time to figure out a a path going forward here and so uh again it is just sort of baffling the process here uh which we've said probably 400 times this offseason i do think it would be dirty business to make doug fall on the tank sword which you know definitely wasn't his only like only his idea and then fire him but um, there is door number three, which we can get into in a minute, which is a trade. Um, but let's let's just I, I think I think we've danced around this, but based on uh, like the reports, we haven't been in the room, but based on what's coming out, it seems like the crux of the issue is they said, Doug, what do you, what is your plan for the offense? And his idea was, Press Taylor is going to be my offensive coordinator. Uh, we're going to just you know bring up a few more of my underlings. It's going to be my offense. I'm the voice in the room. That's what we do. Whereas perhaps uh, Jeffrey and or maybe Howie want him to again bring in some kind of outside influence. And maybe they mean, uh, if we're just guessing here, you know, somebody more like Graham Harrell, who is going to be like really taking over the offense and they want Doug to be just sort of the, uh, the CEO, as it were. I'm hearing yeah. something weird, like a like another bow voice in my head. Is anyone? Yeah, I don't else know where that's this? coming from. I'm looking. I am not. 
Uh, I am, I'm not, but I'll, I'll jump in as, as, as Bo sorts that out. And, and, and that's, I, I know it, it comes off looking messy and, and, and clearly uh, disharmonious, but uh, I, I think that might be I, the first disharmonious dropped in Burns with Friends history. That's that's the that's the correct word, right? Disharmonious. Yeah, just I don't oh. think that specific okay. word. It's always fun when a, a a word has never been dropped in podcast history before. Uh, but I but would, like I, I think the I think the word you were looking for there was erasure. I believe <laughs> erasure. Uh, but I I don't think either side is totally wrong here. If if we frame it the way we just framed it, I mean from Doug's perspective, I'm a Super Bowl winning coach. The offense has always been my baby. I should be able to oversee it and 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 manage it and, and coach it the way I see fit. And, and from management's perspective, it's 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 like Doug, we like you, we think you're a great leader, but the offense has been bad. It's it's it it keeps getting worse. We want you to be the head coach, but you need a better plan for fixing the offense. If 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 those are two sides here. I think that's that's logical from both perspectives, right? There's there's that thought that the coach gets to pick his staff, the the coach gets to pick his offense. There's the other side of it that uh, this offense has been bad, and if you're if you, if you're just clinging to this idea that because Doug's done it before, it's going to happen again, that can be faulty. That can be faulty logic too. So it's it's a, it's a really tricky situation, and it's one we discussed weeks ago because that's that's the crux of this. At least from the outside looking in, this isn't 2016 Doug anymore. He's established. He has a track record. It's it, you know, and 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 he has legs to stand on. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24/7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruits and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. Um, let's talk about Press Taylor for a second because I don't necessarily think that it's a terrible idea. I know that the, the knee-jerk reaction is uh, Carson Wentz just had this crazy regression and Press Taylor oversaw that. The offense was terrible. What is there to possibly think that he could be you know, a good offensive coordinator? I don't necessarily know if that's true. Um, they're different jobs. And it's possible that his strengths lie more in um, schematic stuff or potentially even, you know, like understanding game situations than fine-tuning mechanics. Uh, that said, like it is it is sort of accepted as a known thing that he and Carson are close and you wonder the dynamics there. But um, I don't necessarily think that that in and of itself is like the worst idea in the world. What, what do you guys think of that? 
I mean, I, I think the head coach should be allowed to pick his coaching staff. And if you don't think he's good enough to do that, then you should probably find another head coach. Yeah. I mean, I, I think now there are situations like Andy Reid going to Juan Castillo, where I think you probably <laughs> want to step in there like, okay, and uh, say, hold on. We have we have some other ideas here. All right, going to check Browns, you into rehab. Uh, Browns just scored a touchdown here. So they oh, are uh, they are in, nice. in, in firm control. But uh, I mean, really, the guy, the you know. It's one thing if Doug Peterson says, you know what, it's been tough for me. I don't have a big pipeline. I kind of just came over from Kansas City. I don't know a lot of younger coaches. Can we work together on this? Because there's evidence, right? Jim Schwartz, um, you know, last year with Rich Scangarello, there is evidence that, you know, they kept guys like Jeff Stoutland, Dave Phipp, Deuce Daly. So those conversations have happened, right, where either the organization says, we're going with this guy. Let's go with this guy. We strongly encourage going with this guy. But I just feel like when it comes to the offense and you're coming off a season like they came off of, if you make the decision that we want all the positives associated with Doug Peterson, then you should say, Doug, you pick your coaching staff. If you need if you need help, feedback, we're here for you. But if you want to take control and you think that's going to fix it, then go ahead and do that. And if you think that means, you know, making press Taylor, your offensive coordinator, whatever the case may be, we stand by you. Like if you don't trust him to do that, then just take the freaking bandaid off and move on. Like they always have all these half measures. Moving one guy to this floor, moving this guy to another office. Oh, changing this guy's title. Like my gosh. I mean, it's so clear right now that this Mm. off season would have been the perfect time to just rip those band-aids off. Like I did with Leela the one time, get them off there, you know? Move ahead. You have a huge quarterback decision. If you're not sold on everybody, if you're not sold on the job Howie Roseman's done, if you have real question marks about um, questions about Doug Peterson after this meeting, if you only want him, if you can force certain coaches on him, then what is the point of keeping him? Like, I know it's a scary world out there, but at some point you got to make those decisions. Move on. The next one might not work out. Guess what? Then you got to try that like that. That's how it goes in the business. So that would be my take. I generally agree with you. I mean, we've all interviewed uh, Press Taylor. He comes off as a smart guy. I, I've heard from people that who really like him and think he's like a really bright uh, young head coach. At the same time, you got to rip everybody on the offensive coaching staff this year. The offense was uh, was terrible. But again, if Doug Peterson thinks, you know what, I wanted Press Taylor in a certain role last year, but they made me go get Scangarello and Morningweg and all these other guys, and so I made him the QB's coach. That was probably the wrong thing to do. But if I have him focus on whatever, game planning the first 15, reds, like you know, other things that I know are his strengths and I'm comfortable with him, then I'll go that way. Then let him do it. Poor yeah, Marty. So the- Poor Marty who gets railroaded in Baltimore because he's the guy who didn't <laughs> think Lamar Jackson could be a quarterback or whatever reportedly. No, that goes, was you. Goes to like some cabin <laughs> in Montana or wherever it is. And then it's like, all right, Marty, we need you for one more job. We're bringing you back for just one last job. Bring him back. Can him after a year. I guess it's cyclic. <laughs> All right, I, I see the cyclic reference there. I, I hope our listeners understand. I'll that. sell that joke. Uh, yeah. So, uh, as as far as press, my rate on that would be it's it's uh, it's a safe thing for Doug, right? It it allows Doug to keep his offense. It allows Doug to be in control. Uh, Doug is has been very protective about his offense, about play calling, and that uh, that allows. Uh, Doug's philosophy to uh, uh, to to stay the same, and and that's not to say 
press wouldn't have a, a voice. But if you're doing that, what it's doing is is it's it's keeping the status quo. Uh, now, my view is that if you bring Doug back, the only way this can possibly be successful or or, or, or possibly not be dirty, let's say, is if is if you turn. It, 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 I, I, I saw Bo had a look. Could possibly be I, I mean, we got Roman ads. We're, this is late. We're recording. No. I just want to make sure everything's on the up and Bo, I is don't know that, where Bo is right now. He yeah. could be in like a Chuck Rhodes situation. I mean, anything here yeah. uh, is possible. <laughs> so, this is the same so, room I'm always in. It's just a different uh, angle. All right. So the, uh, so the only way that – I guess the cleanest way for this to happen would be to go all in on empowering Doug, almost like what you did with Chip – in 2015 and say, Doug, you want the offense. You're the offense. You're our head coach. We're trusting you. Sink or swim, right? Do it as you please. And if it doesn't work out this year, it's on you, right? Uh, Because if you do those half measures or if you assign him an offensive coordinator or a staff that he doesn't want or, or, or you make him compromise, then you it's it's probably going to linger throughout the year. So I I think if Doug's back, then you need to go all in on Doug. Yeah, there were some other interesting notes here in this uh, ESPN report. One of them I, I thought was about uh, Carson Wentz saying a source indicated the quarterback did not have the normal end of season exit interview with Peterson uh, or the staff. I thought. Uh, that was interesting, and you know, Chris Mortensen is the one who initially reported that the relationship is sort of fractured beyond repair between the two. And so, I know I—I I, I don't want to speak for you guys. I had been operating under the assumption that if Doug Peterson were back, then they were, you know, really looking to move on from Carson Wentz. And so, this kind of throws a lot of things into the air. You know, now all of a sudden, if you say, "All right," after this meeting, you say. Doug, uh, thanks, but no thanks. You know, again, they would probably frame it as some sort of mutual parting of ways or or we can get to the trade thing Bo alluded to earlier. Uh, then all of a sudden, who knows? You could get a new coach who comes in and says, trade Carson Wentz. What are you nuts? I love this guy. Let me work with this guy. And Carson could say, oh, man, this guy, this guy's a breath of fresh air. He really uh, has great ideas. And so now all of a sudden— the, it could be, it could be, yeah, it, it really could be. I mean, you're, you're talking about a situation like you mentioned earlier, bad, bad cap situation, Howie Roseman in power, all, you know, he, he's handling personnel. So you have kind of these different things at work. So maybe you would be looking at, uh, at someone like that. I don't the know. The deuce thing would be, it would have been so much easier to sell if it was after the season and you were saying, this is the guy who's been in our building. He's a he's a, a rising star. You know, we're we're prepared to give him the keys. And if it happens a week later after Doug has fumbled the messaging, that's no longer the thing that you can say. Um, it's not like you can say. Oh, this I mean, week. I think it's hard to sell regardless. You know, he like he's been in this specific situation. I'm not saying he might not be a good head coach, but my gosh, you're kind of putting him in a tough spot here. And he's been on the staff like, the, you know, it, it, since I thought the organization was supposed to be about uh, new ideas. And, you know, one of my my yeah. rules there for head coaching searches is, you know, make your cast a wide net and try to get some different opinions. Now, all of a sudden, you're just hiring a guy who you wouldn't even promote uh, when you've had these openings uh, on your staff here the last 
few years. So I, I don't know. Maybe that will be what it comes down to, and maybe they'll go with Deuce. And uh, someone in the chat mentioned, I've heard others uh, say this, get, then you get a play caller like Graham Harrell, or maybe it widens the pool of candidates you can get on the offensive side because you are giving them play calling duties, and Deuce is a uh, CEO type, and, you know, he can work with Howie. I mean, that that's going to be a right. big stipulation for it. So uh, I guess that could be the case. Uh, I think overall it would still sort of be like a, you know, a, a bit of a tough sell for me. Let's get to the trade thing in a second, but don't you feel like this coming out means that it's heading towards an end? Yes, I, I, I sense that. I, I think it would be – what's the point of, of, of letting this get out? Because, listen, there's like two at most three people in the in the room for those meetings. So it's coming from someone – in it's coming from – whether it's trickled down, it's coming from Jeffrey, Doug, or Howie. What is the purpose of putting this out there if you are going to get back together? It's, it would be ridiculous. You're shooting yeah. yourselves in the foot, right? So – I know they've got this meeting tomorrow. I at this point, I would be surprised if Doug is the head coach again, wouldn't you? I would say, uh, I, if I had to handicap it, yes, I would say I am over. And you uh, are an expert handicapper. Well, not this weekend. Ooh, don't talk yeah, to me. Playoffs about are different. That, right? Playoffs are tough. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would be over fifty percent. Uh, you know, I would say the most likely scenario at this point is you would have to say that. It's moving towards a divorce. That that would be my opinion. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that there, and I, I I'm I'm careful to say that because I, I I don't know if obviously that's going to be the case. But but the, but the reality to that is if if you don't have resolution after last week, uh, clearly there are issues here. Like Bo mentioned, there um there's an there's an impetus for this getting out, right? Like 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 somebody wants to put pressure on some type of resolution here uh, whether you, uh, whoever you want to assign that to uh, there's there's a motivation behind something getting out and and, and so uh, I, I agree with what Bo said earlier on too that I don't think it's a big deal um, if the Eagles made a change in terms of the timing because no one's hired anyone yet, and I don't think the Eagles would, would go into this blind. I, I imagine they have an idea in place. But you can't let this linger too much longer because by next week, some let of these seats linger. are, are going to be filled, right? So, um, And 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 if if the Eagles were to move on from Doug, um, it would behoove Doug for that. that it, 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 would, it, it would benefit Doug for that to happen sooner. And I guess this leads to the trade discussion because – he'd be an attractive candidate for one of those seats elsewhere. So if you're Maybe. another team, why, like if Doug's on the market, why are you going to trade anything for him if it's clear that they're willing to let him go? No, like they, uh, I would agree with that. I mean, once an organization is willing to trade yeah. its coach, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe And, this, and this report from today completely torpedoes <laughs> that value, doesn't it? Like, Yeah, right. So uh, I, I think that would still be a long shot. You know, maybe that would be something that the organization would say he's under contract, right? So maybe they yeah. would say, all right, he's under – Doug, you're under contract. Uh, listen, we really want you here, but if it's not going to work out – uh, we we want to you know you know how they they love spinning in this oh, we, yeah. we want to do what's best for you Doug I mean you've been such a great yeah. so, but you know we don't want to just totally cut ties so we were thinking you know 
Joe, Joe, are you Joe? Are you there? Joe Douglas. Yeah, Joe, Joe is on a speakerphone here. I mean, I agree with you. And if I'm like a, running a team, I mean, well, we've learned this week and we learn often with these organizations that they shouldn't get the benefit of the doubt. I'm speaking specifically about the Houston Texans. So maybe they would do something stupid, but I don't know. Does Doug, I like Doug Peterson. I think we've been probably more like pro Doug than Mm -hmm. maybe the average, uh, average viewer or listener, but does he rise to the level of draft pick compensation? I mean, you know, those are normally like sort of the, uh, especially coming off a four win season. Has there been a coach traded since Gruden? Well, so there was that that big rumor a few years ago of of uh, Jim Harbaugh and the Browns, right? Do you remember that? Mm. Yeah, and and that never came to fruition. But uh, but that was I would there. love it if it was like there's no draft pick compensation. It's like <laughs> Doug for Kiki Kuti. Like, <laughs> like who says no? <laughs> well, if it's if it's the who Texans, right? Like if it's the Texans, uh. I, they don't have picks to trade, right? So uh, yeah, that's why Kiki Q T. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. What a random. <laughs> why in the world is he the name in your head at eleven oh eight on a Sunday night? You're sitting here. Talking I would have said DeAndre Carter, but he's not on the team anymore. He's on the yeah. Bears. Yeah, um, I mean, so yeah. I, I think that would be far fetched. I guess a- anything is possible, but that would that seems more like it would be something that you know. Howie and Jeffrey Lear are sitting there going, hey, right. you know, let's, let's try it to do this. It does seem like a Howie dream. Like, nobody's traded a coach in a while. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, like. well I mean, I, I I will push back on – Watch this. On, I'm going to get Marcus May from the Jets. <laughs> hey, free agent. You have to be I, a like, yeah. tag and trade. Like, I, I, <laughs> Imagine that. I, Eagles throw in a conditional sixth. <laughs> I'll push back on, on, what you, on what you guys were saying before about, okay. like, why a team wouldn't do it um, is because – of of the certainty of of being able to land him, right? It's it's the same premise as if if you remember, I, I don't know the year, but when the Flyers traded for the rights of of uh, of Scott Hartnell and um, wow, look at that, wow. and, and, and the defenseman where Scott you know, they were talk. Let's get and, Charlie and, O'Connor calling in. No, and, and <laughs> you see it in uh, in the NHL all, uh, 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 fairly often. You trade for the rights ahead of free agency, and that way you have the ex- exclusive negotiating rights. Um, the Gettleman deal for Leonard Williams. Yeah, uh, in in theory, yeah. So so it it uh, it allows you to get him as, as opposed to if if you think on the open market he might have three or four teams interested in him. Uh, and I don't know if if that would be the case, but all it takes is one other team, obviously. Uh, and 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 you saw that in 2013 with Chip Kelly. I mean, there were a few teams who thought they were in the running for chip there were a few teams who thought they were in the in the running for andy uh so that who else thought they had andy arizona well, the, right yeah there was a report out and and that might have been agent spin yeah but that that he was going to arizona but but and his but, agent is doug's yeah, agent for the exactly <laughs> exactly and, and and by the way agent uh to jack easterby and 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 nick casario interestingly mm. enough um but uh uh, that being said, I, I, I think from the team's perspective, you guys spoke about optics, right? The the best way for them to sell it would be a trade, not because you got anything back, but because they couldn't that pass show- up Kiki Kuti. <laughs> no, 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 but it, it it shows like like look, this is what Doug wanted. It, you know, it's it's mm. the type of thing that he wasn't fully committed to being here. We didn't know where we were going, so it's just best for both sides, right? If if you fire him, That's you're true. the team. If you fire him, you're the team that fired the Super Bowl winning coach. I think that's true. 
That would also, be like the way the 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 only soft way for them to spin yeah. it. Yes, and I I don't think you know because you you made the observation earlier that it would be a tough sell uh, for Howie to be permitted to hire his his third coach. I don't think this would be uh, made to seem like a Howie production. I I think this would really be made to seem like a Jeffrey Lurie thing. And I think Jeffrey, if Jeffrey doesn't take ownership of it, that that would be uh, a problem. Like I I think Jeffrey would would be the one front and center with his decision. Yeah, I mean, these aren't, you know, draft picks or personnel moves. These are like big picture organizational decisions. And so the owner needs to be uh, taking responsibility for all of those things for sure. So uh, I, I, I still think, uh, I don't know, like I'm not convinced that if they let Doug go that he would definitely get one of these openings out there. I mean, maybe he would. I don't know. What percentage chance would you give him? Let's say uh, by the time people listen to this on Monday, Doug Peterson has been let go. There haven't been any new hires yet, right? Nobody's officially right. named a new coach. There's six, I believe. The Eagles would be the seventh. Uh, so so what percentage chance would you give Doug Peterson to land one of the six head coaching jobs? Non-Eagles, obviously. 55%. Yeah, I, I think... I think sixty, yeah, fifty-five, sixty. Okay, I I, I would agree. I'm I'm in that neighborhood, so you know that that's not a that's a he's got a chance. He's got a chance. He doesn't, and he goes to uh, I don't know. Maybe he goes to Calvary Baptist for a uh, a year, a season, recharge, collect the pay. Yeah, he would like, he would still <laughs> yeah, be paid, right? Yeah, Hang out, but, really, yeah. recharge. But uh, but but yeah, but, what are you doing? Go, you're getting paid. Why would you go work? <laughs> but well, know, because. Because you enjoy it, right? You're you're competitive. Yeah, you can you're enjoy it next year too. No, well, I think I do. I do think that you know sometimes they're worried about not being in the you know people forget about you after a year. It's not like he's coached for you know. You 10, call up a couple years. reporters. You go visit Pro Football Pro Focus, Focus uh, yeah. offices, yeah. and you're in business. Yeah. No, but right. but, but, but wait, wait, but just chat. real quick, she mentioned earlier um, about you know Doug has has an agent. Doug has people in the building. Uh, I I I think that's a that's a terrific point, and that's a point that should not be lost here. Like I imagine, there's a calculation on Doug's part through all uh, through all of this too. What's the best situation for me, right? And you know, you're only as loyal as your options often. So I I would keep that in mind. Is there any chance this is coming from Doug's side? And you, th- th- this is them trying to get him out. I I don't want to speculate on 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 sources, but I I could see. You know, I I mean, if if you're being, if if you have the feeling, or if, if 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 you believe the team's dragging their feet on this, right? Then it would certainly benefit you for there to be a resolution. But again, I I I don't know where uh, this was coming from, but uh, Doug should should want an answer soon because at some point those seats are, are going to be filled. You know, I thought the report, like, I didn't think there was a slant that's that made like one side look good or one side look bad. You know, there were there was stuff in there about how Lurie was not happy about what he heard from. Because uh, Mort's a pro, man. He's well, not, he's not, he's not, he's not just laundering. He's not just laundering. About McManus there, T Mac. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, T Mac too. Yeah, Double violin. Mort and T Mac. They're both. Well, that's pros. what I'm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, this, I don't. I this think this was. Some, you know. uh, I think this was multiple. You know, a lot of probably 
reporting with with multiple people here because it, yeah it doesn't really I didn't think I didn't read it and think wow they're really making this side look bad or you know anything like that which sometimes you read these reports and you're like all right it's very easy to tell where it came from so when you can't tell that means uh, they did a good job now there are some people in the chat who are yelling at me uh, does Shield know we're here you gotta, come on you got to bring some stronger comments to the table listen we're just trying to survive here it's a miracle yeah, that we even got got uh, on the here merciless but, uh, it's the, the chatters, I said, there are multiple two, three people who think who would go as high as 70% or higher for mm. Doug to find a job uh, elsewhere there. I mean, and I think he would get a job, but yeah. yeah. Someone said they could not uh, imagine, they couldn't fathom Z-Berm not working. Uh, they didn't say anything about That's El, uh, 100% Bo, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't either. Um, <laughs> yeah. I enjoy, I, I, I love this, so I couldn't either. Okay. I know, that's right. Um, I guess we should touch on the Wentz dynamics here. If this is if if this is a like a straight down the middle choice between Peterson and Wentz, and they're choosing Wentz, what does that say to you? Like, first of all, is it the right decision, and is it like is it crazy to just totally side with Wentz and? Uh, reorganize the entire structure of the organization. Based I don't on think that's what's happening here. Do you? Uh, I no, maybe. but I don't that's think not, it is. But no, but I, I I know some people have have that read. I I, I mean I've been texting with with people today who who have that Flex. read that. Who you've been texting with? I'm not gonna mention that, but <laughs> but that like Aberm, Jberm. Uh, no, 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 like. Like professional text, not like uh, oh. not, not personal text, but Ooh. but like like that... uh, H Rose man. No, no, I'm not, no, no, I'm not saying that. No, um, T Con. <laughs> no, anyways, no. My my uh, point is 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 that there's a read here, like uh, as as she mentioned earlier, that if you bring Doug back, it put it paints you into a corner with Carson. And that if if you move on from Doug, there's at, at least uh, I guess more of an option with Carson, at least from the outside looking in. And I don't know that to be the case, but um, I I I imagine this is more about overall philosophy. Like the Carson thing is 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 going to be figured out at some point, but I don't think you can determine this based on Carson. Cody Parkey knocks one home. Happy for Cody Parkey, you know. Okay. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. 
Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Sean says, so Bo, if you didn't... uh if you were getting paid but weren't working, you would take time off and not work. Uh, he said, I would do something on the side. And and no something one thinks... Something very shady, probably. Oh, I know. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. All right. Are there any other angles of this that we have not explored? All right. Well, yeah, I'll give you one. Uh, our okay. next podcast, let's assume it's later in this week, there has been a... Uh, Let's say we record on a Thursday morning, or maybe earlier if news breaks. What are we leading? Earlier. What are we leading the show with? Uh, where how Kiki QT fits into the Eagles' offense in twenty twenty one? Yeah, you know, I I think we have an emergency pot before then. I I I think there's going to be resolution sooner than later. Um, and look, I I trust uh, Chris Mortensen and Tim McManus. They're both outstanding reporters, and I, you know, I, I think this report being out today uh, doesn't—it doesn't fall off if, if there's not a reason to be concerned, right? So, I think we have an emergency pod before then. And if this meeting's happening tomorrow, I think, you know, this this is crazy. This is silly. Oh, because I still hear some voice of yours in my. Yeah, I don't uh, think that's coming. Came from back. Me. I don't think it's that's not? coming from me. Is I think it coming it, from me? I think it's a chance. It's a ZB thing. It's coming from me. Oh. Really? Oh. I'm just. Well, well, hold uh, it, but I, but I I know we're gonna have a a uh, I know we're gonna be talking about this with an emergency pie. I need more. What what are we talking about? I I it's it's silly because this is going to be. Um, I mean, I hear it too. Uh, people are gonna be listening to this tomorrow, and this is already gonna I be don't outdated. Hear anything. Yeah. But. I think the most likely thing that happens is we have an emergency pod tomorrow late afternoon evening. This the would Eagles, be Monday, the you Eagles, know, for those Monday of you. evening. The Eagles have decided to move on to part amicably part ways with Doug Peterson, and are seeking uh, trade wow. restitution. So you're saying within 24 hours we're gonna we're gonna know that Doug Peterson is uh, they're moving on. So that's where I put my the majority the plurality of my turkeys. It seems like somebody has a YouTube yeah. link up, right? Oh, you guys is that? Have it up? Is oh, could that be what it is? YouTube? Yeah, yeah you, have it you, up, you gotta mute that yeah. bad boy. Oh man, okay. <laughs> it's okay. Jeez, it was, it was going How on long now. has that been going on for? 
Well, the no, whole it show? was earlier, but then it went away. Yeah. Maybe you didn't have that maybe window you X'd open out or the bra- Maybe you X'd out the window yeah. and then went back. Oh, man, I okay. apologize. Then. I am sorry. Uh, I, someone said Sheil is hearing ghosts. <laughs> 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 I was not. They were, uh, they were very yeah. real there. All right. Uh, Marissa's going to show up and, and uh, get you sorted out, Zach. Yeah, I don't know that it's going to come uh, that soon. I will say... I don't know they do like to you know there's always weird stuff happening with them so let's say that they oh baby uh Roethlisberger gets intercepted i mean they were nice. down 16 but you know they had sort of a miracle oh, I show. Just got it oh it's taki taki oh taki taki is he the mvp the of the national football league a taki taki uh, right. i say no okay well i don't know it seems like he's one of those guys every one time man's opinion i got him on taki taki's doing something all right uh, I will say Tuesday late night, like, you know, it'll be like, all right, you're calling it a day. You know, you've got everything wrapped up. You're thinking about Wednesday. And all of a sudden we will find out that, yeah, I think we'll find, I think the report will be a mutual, uh, some type of mutual parting of ways between Doug Peterson and the Eagles and, uh, well, we'll be spending a lot of time talking about who they're going to hire as their next head coach. Yeah, I think I think it's trending in that direction too. Um, I, I I don't know when, but uh, certainly I think it's 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 trending there. Um, I, I am curious, uh, like regardless of of the of the geography of of where Jeffrey is at this point. Why does Duck need to go down there, right? Like you can't, you yeah. can't do video conferencing, you know. But I, isn't this the kind of thing that he wants to? He wants to fire him in person. He wants to let him down I, easy. Like thanks for all the memories. I wouldn't want that. Would I, you want I wouldn't to want to, to fly to Florida. To Florida yeah, exactly. About to fire you. Yeah. No, we know how you feel about Florida. Listen, if anybody tried ever tried to pull that on me, watch out. You'd yeah. be on the list. Wait, Make like me I go had to Florida and then fire me. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have to get on the airplane and fly. And yeah, I have to fly back now. I have to pack a bag. Like With yeah, COVID. I, yeah. yeah, seriously. Does he send? Does he send like a private? You send a gotta, private jet for this be. type of thing? It's got to yeah. be. I met, but then I don't know how this be. works. I don't. I don't yeah, but, circles. Yeah, but then you're you know you're flying back. I I don't know what it's like, but I imagine you know like you don't have the cell phone reception or, or you know so so that's three hours that you probably want to be. Talking on the phone with people, texting. I, I guess there's in-flight Wi-Fi. Maybe they're but, going to Howie's old dorm room. Uh, well, that that worked out for <laughs> Jeff would, Fish, right? That's, I was going to say that would be a little yeah. weird if that <laughs> was in fact what they were doing. Ooh, someone I like this from Drew. He says news dump right before the national title game tomorrow mm-hmm. night. Ooh, well, that seems like a we good like uh, we, they haven't lost a lot of time yet. But if they're going to make a move, like the clock is ticking, like. I feel like if they're going to move on, they do need to make that decision soon. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't you? Like, again, yeah. What new information are you going to get? Yeah. So, I, and now, speaking of, of, the, of the national title game, I, I have like a, a, a little story out tomorrow. Just a little story. I got a little something no, for you. Take a no, I I don't want to seem tone deaf. You know, I I understand relatively. <laughs> well, doing like, a sports podcast right now is pretty tone deaf. I think you could say, but <laughs> uh, but like it, it's it's about uh, the Eagles how they, how they haven't really drafted Alabama and Ohio State players, and uh, and 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 
it's it was meant the time with the national championship game. So I'm telling our <laughs> our our readers here, this isn't me being like uh, this is more important than everything else that's that's but going on with the Eagles. But it, that's that's why it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, you may we'll have you the, uh, I, uh, you know, 45 I, coaches to watch as possibilities yeah. dropping right right shortly thereafter. I should ask you guys this: Do you consider Jalen Hurts an Alabama player? Like, if you're saying the Eagles haven't taken an Alabama player. Under yeah, Nick Saban. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah. Because he was announced as an Oklahoma player. and uh, Yeah, but um, I think he sort yeah. of counts. Yeah, so I that, think you I might have to change that. your – I think you might have to change your article to, like, list form. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe just make, like, the top couple some thoughts on Doug Peterson, get that name in the headline, <laughs> get it and, in then yeah. the, yeah. and then move on to the uh, other stuff. Yeah, that, well, I think I feel like you got punished for having, like, a good idea, thinking about it ahead of time, and then all of a sudden this happens. I don't well, know. I mean, it's, that's it's, the classic Zach. <laughs> Zach's got his stories planned out for the next year. Yeah, yeah, but it's – so Nick Saban – He's he's coaching in his eighth national championship game in in twelve years at Alabama, uh, which is just absurd, right? Um, yeah, I mean, why can't and, he get to ten? What happened those other four <laughs> years? What a chump! And the Eagles have have made uh, ninety draft selections during that time, and Alabama has had ninety two players drafted during that time, and uh, the Eagles haven't taken a single Alabama player. I think that is that's enough to be st- statistically significant. And and Ohio State, interestingly. Um, the Eagles, so in, in, in the co- well, in the college football playoffs uh, since it's in the, uh, since the in, in inception of it, Ohio State. This is their fourth appearance in it, and the Eagles haven't selected a single player from Ohio State during that period. Uh, they drafted forty-two players. Ohio State has 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 forty-nine players drafted since two thousand fifteen. The Eagles' last Ohio State pick was Brian Roll. But this is have the, you looked? Uh, yeah. I guess this is just the last thing I will leave you with. Um, we and, got a long way to go. Yeah, no, but I but, disagree with that. But not to make it, you know, I I don't want to make it seem like the NFC East. Uh, the other three teams are like a, a beacon of of uh, drafting and of team building. Because Washington's whole team. That's yeah. That's that's clearly not the case. But the Eagles are such an outlier compared to the rest of the of the division since 2016. Uh, Washington has has drafted eight players from those schools. The Cowboys have drafted four. The Giants have drafted three. So the Eagles have drafted none. So I thought that was uh, that was pretty interesting. Have you uh, looked at like just the? And I'm not, I'm not going to say this because it's going to give you more work. So uh, never mind. Uh, Michael thinks maybe the Eagles could try to use dump it behind a potential impeachment. Yeah, well, maybe we should get to that. Uh, uh, yeah, I let's. Think I could get some. I'm ready to get some Z's here. <laughs> let's talk about this Belichick thing. I okay. know nothing about it other than what you tweeted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> supposedly, right, so supposedly, anybody, if you supposedly. Tune out now. Yeah. yeah, if you want to tune out, now's the time to tune out. I didn't even Does see that. Go for Zach and us also. Supposedly, also. Uh, Trump is set to give Belichick the you know Medal of Freedom or whatever this week. <laughs> I mean. Marissa's there's nothing more. Save you for you, by there's the nothing more odious than like what's been going on the past couple of days of like people in the administration jumping ship or resigning lately, as if you know what Trump did on Tuesday and Wednesday, trying to stage a coup and foment a civil war, was not exactly what he's been doing this whole time. As if this was like a new character trait. And we know that Belichick has, uh, you know, 
been Trump's buddy this whole time. He, we've read those letters on the pod before, uh, those ridiculous letters. But if he ex- if he goes to the White House and accepts this this week, he is, I mean, as he was then. But it's even worse. He's he's tacitly endorsing white supremacism and uh, like elections don't matter and all this nonsense. Uh, this really dangerous, vile stuff. This is an evil, evil man who should not be the president. He should be put in jail, frankly. And if Belichick goes and accepts this, he should be kicked out of the league. That's what I think. That's what I think. Him and Taylor Heineke. Is there as, as is there any are there any reports that Belichick is going to go to the White House and accept this this week? If he, if they're set to give it to him, he's probably going to go. Okay, uh, Zach, I, do we need to say anything to HR here? Just include <laughs> me in whatever you're. Uh... I mean, come on! It's ridiculous we're even talking about sports right now when like. Like, listen, I would have been to, fine not doing a podcast. Congressman on Wednesday, and the whole the whole world just moves on. Like, oh, let's take the weekend and then bring about impeachment stuff on Monday. Let's. We don't need to. We don't. He'll, it'll be fine. Let's wait a couple days. Give me a break. So, uh, an update I mean, on the. Pl- but, but, I mean, we have people who subscribe to the Athletic who 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 tune in here. I understand there's more important stuff going on in the world, but. Uh, but yeah, we we provide a service to our customers, right? That doesn't change. So, you know, Shields picks column that was important. There, there was a uh, well. Yeah. No, but I mean, that was, I would have been better <laughs> off not doing that bad boy this but, week. <laughs> I mean, uh, like like we had an outstanding story on Friday about Earl Thomas, right? And 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 you know that's and that was good. Yeah, that's 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 serving our our readers. So Sla- Slacker Joe says Bo should get the athletic to send him there to cover it. I have wondered this Bo. Do anywhere. you have do you have any uh you know do you have any like um interest or impulse to draw you towards like do, you know doing some of this in a more professional manner? Doing some of what? Yeah, I don't know. It could be, you know, political commentary, oh, uh, political no. analysis. No. Okay, just a hobby. I, I think, don't know. I, I mean, much further down <laughs> than the uh, politicians themselves. But the like the state of political media is absolutely like vomit-inducing, treating well, it like it go. like it is a sport. Like there are not real life consequences from the things that these people are doing. Like. That was that is actually the rant that will probably make me go too far. So I'm going to stop because that is like it's it's not a game. This stuff is not a game. So then you could go and be a shining light. Something to think about. Yeah, it's the old Bill Walsh. What are you trying to to get rid of me? Well, it was the old Bill Walsh thing, right? What was it? You know, what did he say, Zach? You might know this. Like five, you know, five years. Every five years, you should kind of be. Right? Yeah, you should change your yeah. That was his yeah, coaching thing. Stale. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you know, you could fire fire off these rants whenever you want. You get paid keep, for them. Happy to keep keep the job I have for now. <laughs> uh, speaking of for which, now. the playoff chest puff and draft. Let's have an oh, update. Gosh. Oh, that, that did not go well for uh, me. Uh, we went through and picked the uh, playoff teams uh, with the rules. You know, I would say the majority of listeners don't just follow our Twitter. So I'll actually explain what we did. 
Owen um, says he would listen to a, a Bo political podcast. So oh, there you go. But I don't think that I have like, I don't think I have anything important to say. It's not. I'm not. Uh, I mean, seriously, I'm just there are things that make me mad. Um, so what we did is uh, we went through and drafted the teams, uh, 12 of the 14 playoff teams. The rules are um, you get a point per win per the team's seed, and then there are round multipliers, one in the first round, two for the second round, three for the third round, and five for the Super Bowl winner. And it went through in order. Shield took the Bucks, so that was a good pick. He gets five points off the Bucks. One more win, that would be a 10-pointer. All right, nice well, since no one will be able to follow this, just the, the basic gist is you want lower-seeded teams who you think will advance because if you pick a team like the Chiefs, that's fine, but the max point total you can get is 10. So, like, right. I will get more if the Bucks win their next game. If the Bucks somebody, win two games, that's more than like, – I get yeah, more exactly. than if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. That's But I if it goes Bucks. relatively chalk, then, you know, the, the Super Bowl winner is, is likely to be the winner here, but uh, I guess not necessarily. Uh, so, Shield took the Bucks. Zach took the Saints. Good job by him. I took the Ravens and the Chiefs. Zach then went back and took the Seahawks, tough loss. Mm-hmm. Shield took the Bills and Steelers, tough loss. Uh, Zach, well, is that game over officially? Uh, 48-37 with 109 left. Okay. Uh, Zach took the Packers. I took the Rams and the Browns. Zach took the Colts. Shield took the Titans. So uh, right now I'm in good shape, but, you know, long, long way to go. Roethlisberger is 47 for 68 oh for 501 God. yards, four touchdowns and four interceptions. That's the craziest quarterback line I've ever seen. Wow. That's great. Oh, my gosh. I also like the uh, uh, this this joke has been made, but the, the tweet that Schefter had about Kevin Stefanski, like so many Browns fans, is going to be sitting alone in his basement uh, watching without the phone or whatever it was, like just – like sort of low key calling all Browns fans losers. That was tough. That's how I. That's how I've spent each of the last seventeen <laughs> Sundays. So <laughs> that there's no exaggeration. Yeah, in but that. you've got multiple screens, probably. Well, all right. Anything all right. else? No, any, any comments think, that we need to hit on? No. Uh, people liked your Bo. I'm sure you could go yeah. back and uh, and read it. People liked your uh, commentary there. Like I said, they they would uh, listen to. Uh, a podcast people were watching Zach and I during that you know with looks of uh us us hoping we don't uh, get fired or not knowing what yeah Bo that, was yeah, say, that so. wasn't like disagreeing or like I wasn't like uh like trying to like oppose you it was more like just trying we were like is Bo gonna survive exactly, this or not? exactly. Yeah, so. yeah you don't want uh, a headline on on like uh on, on a podcast uh sponsored by the athletic or or controlled by the athletic such and such happened so uh, yeah, I think we should call it because I think it's gonna it's gonna be a busy week one way or the other. I think that's right. I think there's a good chance uh, we'll be talking to our listeners a few more times. Uh, and it's crazy. I mean, we really it's are the crazy. last podcast we came on. We're thinking, all right. I mean, they they wouldn't just send him out there to do a press conference and then fire him after that, right? That would be crazy. We should probably have learned by now. I mean, really, this just happened like last year. It was with assistant coaches. You didn't wouldn't think they would do it with the Super Bowl winning head <laughs> right. coach. So maybe it's not our fault. But uh, this is surprising. It's a crazy turn, but it will make for an interesting week and an, uh, potentially an interesting offseason. I mean, we've talked about it for a while and it and uh it's like instance after instance after instance and we don't necessarily say that it is an overarching thing 
But time after time, this organization seems like it doesn't have a plan. And it just scrambles at the last minute. We saw it in free agency last year. We're seeing it now. We, you know, we saw it with the, the micro firing. And more and more, it's looking like that is the top-down oh. philosophy is, you know, we're just scrambling. We don't really know what's going on. I know. Well, I mean, I'm going to push back a little on on that. Um, and again, I know we were we were wrapping it up, um, but but uh, okay. in and 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 this is more me getting it's a good on, shirt, Shield. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, this is more I'm me getting on, on any on, uh, uh, all all like uh, you know artist renderings of mm. uh, actual people. I'm I'm in on all those. Anyone has suggestions? That sounds dangerous. No, it's like um, it's like how you you know any re- my theory with any restaurant that has the word kitchen in it is going to be good. Mm. Okay, so any, I put, uh, rest, name like the name for any uh, coffee place or restaurant that's like new and hip is just two like one word ampersand another word any any two words and that'll be a that'll be a place. Computer and hat. Welcome. I'd get a drink there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Zach. Uh, yeah, yeah, we let Zach end this. Yeah, in, <laughs> shadow and seed. Yeah. No, there's this that uh, there's this idea that like every decision needs to be made right away and immediately. And I I know time is of the essence, but for for like a a billion dollar business and a decision that has significant ramifications, right? Like like you're not making it at a whim. You you know, my my wife jokes with me that that like I I, I can't pick a, a, a restaurant without doing like tons of research on on, on something. Um like this is a major decision, right? And nothing it, paralyzes us by choice. I would say all three of us, I'm guessing. Yeah. So picking a restaurant for dinner. Yeah. So so like you, you know if if you have affection to uh, towards someone, which I imagine Jeffrey does toward Doug, um, and and there are issues, you you want to be sure you're you're not gonna make a decision on a whim. So the idea that 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 like everything needs to happen in a day, uh, I I I don't necessarily think that's the case. Now it doesn't need to drag on for weeks here because time is important. But if 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 you wanted to meet and and you weren't sold with what you heard then i i don't think it's it's unreasonable to to like want to discuss again right and i and i guess i would say uh, to add to that this will be my last word is that uh doug has been mm, i'm amenable is that the word amenable amenable Amenable. okay Eh, listen hopefully no hopefully no one else is still listening doug has been amenable to pretty much it feels like everything you know, over the course of his career, this has been like a quality of his, you know, Doug will handle the uh, personnel. You make some eye contact if you want a guy. Okay. Uh, Doug, we don't, yeah, I know you just told the, you know, entire city that these guys are coming back, but uh, we don't think that's right. Okay. We'll get rid of them, you know? And so uh, Doug, we want to, you know, draft Jalen Hurts in the second round. Uh, it might be crazy unorthodox. Uh, okay. Uh, so this, so there is like a pattern here. I think it's probably one of the things that, you know, Howie and Jeffrey uh, may like about him or find appealing about him as a head coach so if that's maybe that's maybe I had the read wrong earlier maybe it's uh you know Jeffrey and Howie thought all right you know we'll bring him in we'll tell him what needs to happen and he'll say okay we'll move forward and Doug said I don't think so you know Mm -hmm. like all right I I tried that last year it didn't go well and I understand if that's where you're coming from, but if that's legitimately where you're coming from, then we need to have a bigger conversation because this might not be headed where we thought it was headed. 
Could be that. Could be that. And that's actually that would that would explain, actually, the way that the story is presented a little bit. Hmm. If it is Doug who's the one coming over the top saying you don't you don't fire me. Yeah. I I fire you. Okay, I think that's well said. And I don't think the the rudderless thing is about the timing. I just think it's about the hemming and hawing about an important decision. But you're right. You know these. It's worth it's worth from Jeffrey Lurie's vantage point. It's worth getting it right, um, mm-hmm. as opposed to getting it quick. All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. We'll probably talk to you in like six hours or something like that. I uh, will not be doing that. No, but uh, shout out to Marissa, uh, who has proven her value completely in this episode, and. Uh, Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Zach, Marissa, and Sheil, I'm Bo. And as always, good luck.